You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. We go to Sunday in the NFL, and the game that we both bet together, another push, the Bears and Mike Mooney. Mooney on a Hail Mary. It's in his hands in the end zone. That's how close we were. Yeah, but hold on. You're up 17 to 7. You got a great defense. You have the football. Jim, it's another fourth quarter meltdown. This is who the Bears are. And honestly, this game, the Vikings, it's the Spider Man meme. Both these pushes were the same anatomy. Now, you're right. Would it have been nice after the bad luck of the Vikings game to get the Hail Mary? Of course it would. Um, do I believe we were on the right side? Of course I do. But bad teams don't finish games. This is a part of the deal you're making with the devil. You bet a bad team, you got to accept what comes with it. So what, it was a bummer, man. What I happens? really, really thought they were winning. What happens in Chicago now with with Eberflus, with the number one pick, with Justin Fields? I know they still have a couple more weeks to ultimately finalize their plans, yeah. but what, what are you at with them today? Eberflus is dead. Eberflus is gone. But beyond that, I think you have to answer the question of this. Kevin Warren, Ryan Poles. What do you believe you are offered? Now, if you pull up their draft capital... War chest. Mm -hmm. Remember, they made a huge deal last year and robbed Carolina blind. Jim, if they sell this first-round pick and stay with Fields, you're talking about a Herschel Walker between the deal they made last year and the deal they'll make this year. You're talking about the ability to so heavily insulate Justin Fields. They could be a distinct problem in football. And again, that defense, once they added Sweat, Jim, that D's already good. If I just dot that with a couple other playmakers, remember, they have Jaquan Brisker. Mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, the two linebackers, uh, TJ Edwards, and then they signed uh, the kid from Buffalo, 49. Edmonds. Name escapes me. Thank you very much, buddy. Um, I, I can't answer that question. Now, look, if ownership wants to take Caleb Williams, that's self-explanatory. They draft him, hire offensive coach, but Justin Fields probably nets you a three. Is that fair? Sure. To the right team, maybe okay, a two so, based on how he finishes. Yeah. But yeah, sure. What would you do? What would you do if you ran the Bears? So I think you have to ask yourself with Justin Fields, what's the ceiling with him? Because if it's not a Super Bowl and you have the number one pick, don't you draft Caleb Williams? Especially if you've already fired the coach, right? So it's a whole new staff coming in anyway. What I think where it gets messy is let's say they beat Arizona and Atlanta and, and win kind of a meaningless game against Green Bay. That would mean they would end right. the season winning five of their final six games. They would end the season an eight and nine football team. The locker room would be bought in on Justin Fields and you're going to rip him out and draft Caleb Williams. That's why I think it's so fascinating and why right. I think the story's not over yet. No, and I, I lean trade the pick. I'm not I sold that Caleb pick. Williams is going to be. Okay, and guess what? I could be talked into either scenario. Yeah. 
I'm making a point. You didn't do him any. You didn't do Fields any kindness by having two coaching staffs in his first three years. By having a defensive coach, it made no sense. So you started his career with a lame duck coach in Nagy. Then you hire Eberflus, who's a defensive football coach. And look at the personnel he's had around him. It's a giant nothing burger, right? Mm -hmm. But on the other side, you're right. Hey, man, if you want to sell tickets and you think Caleb's great, God bless. I'm nervous about Caleb Williams. I've said it a multitude of times. I'm nervous about him. I don't think he's some Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck. Uh, I, I don't think he's that guy. The word very nervous. The word him. generational gets thrown around a lot. And I was asked by a friend, Too like, much. how many guys would you say are actually generational draft picks in your lifetime? And it's like what Peyton Manning, uh, Andrew Luck, Trevor oh. Lawrence, and that that might be the no, cutoff. No, Who am I missing. No, and I don't. And I don't think I don't think Lawrence can be in that category because let me let me help you with this. I know we didn't bet the game this week. The Jaguars are on the precipice of losing the easiest division in football. Yeah. You're the starting quarterback. I'm just saying at the time you of the know, draft, on, was, was he viewed that way? Not oh, when yeah. he became. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about who actualized the, the hype. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, going into the draft, the fair. number one clear cut, got to have him. G word yeah. generational. It's under five guys in the last 30 years, 25 years. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to do a draft show, but like, I just feel, and I know you watch games with me, uh, Caleb picked up a lot of bad habits at yep. USC. And part of it is the offensive line, and I think you almost have to retool him. You have to but, but I think that's him. that's part of the Bears. They they feel like they've got a couple good tackles, young tackles that they're building around. They feel like the offensive okay. line's starting to crystallize, and they get to reset the clock. I don't know. We, we'll have time to debate this. It was just the thought I had as the Bears season kind of comes to a close here soon. Yeah, my, my thought is I just wish I had three and a half versus three. That was my thought. Great.